Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're tuned in to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Nerd of Godcast, your radio version of a what-if comic in which we imagine mild-mannered wallflower Peter Parker getting bitten not by a spider, but by a radioactive VeggieTales DVD. My name is Tony T, and I'm going to be your happy host for the next few minutes as we talk about all things geek, gamer, and godly. With me, as always, is Steve Bo Supremo. Ba weep, grana weep, ninny bond. You know what? That's Again. appropriate. I'm going to let him have it. I'm going to let him have it this time because I just watched my 30th anniversary Transformers the movie Blu-ray, and I am feeling it today, sir. Good. Well played. About time. <laughs> I will allow it. Nick and I sat and watched it the other day, and, we, and I had to like explain, not because he asked me to, but because I felt like, A, going back and forth from saying the lines along with Optimus Prime... <laughs> And then B saying, okay, this is why this is really cool right now, what's happening. So I have a question. What? And I think you and maybe two other people in the world might actually understand why I'm asking this. Okay. Was it the Canadian version or the U.S. version? It was It was, <laughs> It was. was the original theatrical version with the cuss words and everything. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I remember watching this in the movie when I was, it was 1986, so summer of 86. I, nine. I, I would have been nine years old. Uh, not even nine. I would have been eight years old when this when I when I saw it. And um, I remember watching it in the theater and going, A, you're killing all of my favorite Transformers and B uh, dude you just cussed like they just cussed in this movie like I, I what in the world you can't cuss in a cartoon but, <laughs> that wasn't the F word Optimus Prime didn't like cuss out Megatron <laughs> they waited they waited till the Michael Bay Transformers movies till they created Transformers <laughs> that were unnecessarily crude and potty mouth oh yeah, yeah. when they curse uh, it had the AOL startup the dial up tone watch your language watch your language Bumblebee that was, was that your Optimus Prime yeah <laughs> Bumblebee. Autobots don't use swear words. Mm. Really? Bumblebee displays of the video like, what about this one? <laughs> turns on There's rap, two violent in that video. Rap music. See, Bumblebee in my generation could actually talk for himself. He didn't have to use like yeah. sound clips and stuff. I wasn't. I was, he was going back to the source footage. Mm. He was giving him an example. Mm-hmm. I take it back. I'm mad at you for saying Bob Weep, Chrono Weep, Nitty Bon. Uh, across the <laughs> table is the big man himself, Quentin Gregory Neff. Hey, Arnold. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nev. I appreciate that. All right, he's leveling the playing field for you, Steve. I don't think he did it on purpose. <laughs> hey, Arnold, the Nickelodeon about the kid, do, with, the kid do, with the unfortunate hair. I know. I, I can't remember the, the Wait, hey Arnold Nickelodeon's theme song. Doug or Disney's Doug? Di- Nickelodeon's Doug. No, no, no. The original Doug. Which Disney was, Doug? What are you talking about? Disney, Disney bought Doug. Oh, and then, that's horrible. And they, they did one thing. And Patty it. Mayonnaise had like short hair. It was weird. They yeah. changed the styles of everybody. I didn't like it. It was sort of like, okay, when Saved by the Bell came on, but before it was Saved by the Bell and it was Good Morning Miss Bliss, yeah. and it was really awkward, and it was in the Midwest, and uh, Zach Morris wasn't like the coolest kid in school. Mm-hmm. He was just kind of like this normal kid. And then all of a sudden it changed to Saved by the Bell, and they're at Bayside, Bayside High, California. and he's ridiculously cool. It's like that change, but it happened too late in the game, and we were already endeared to, to Patty and Skeeter and Doug and... Pork chop, and how do I know all the characters and from Judy Doug? and Quail Man oh, and Skeeter. Quail Man? So, uh, yeah, just Stephen oh, had to had to pull it up. So they changed it. Uh, and anyway, moving right along, we have the uh, Neff. You doing okay? Everything good? All right, moving on. Uh, we have the <laughs> twins, Jackie and Jess. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. Everything good in your neck of the woods this week? Yes. By the way, I just want to say that Saved by the Bell. I was really disappointed when I actually got to high school. Oh, <laughs> I expected it to be really cool, and it, it wasn't. Is not like that at all. You can't I, I, don't really watch high I am pretty sure that my high school principal had no idea who I was, um, and there was no Mister Belding esque relationship there at all. I remember when I graduated high school, 
Um, I, he never, I never had any interaction with my principal, which to me means that I was winning. Uh, I figure the kids that knew the principal, the principal knew were probably the ones that were frequently in trouble. And since I never got in trouble, I stayed below the radar. Not in my high school. Uh, well, <laughs> I, small I, enough, everyone knew everyone. I avoided my principal, I, but I would always pass him in the, uh, in the courtyard and I would always just smile at him. And I remember when I graduated, I walked across the stage and he said, we're going to miss your smiling face at Dr. Phillips high school. And I just grabbed his hand. I went, Larry. And I moved. <laughs> so I did. What's, what's funny is I can totally picture eighteen year old you doing that. I was seventeen when 17 I graduated, year old and I did. I just I don't know why. I just thought I got to say something. I can't just do nothing. Was his name Larry? Because that'd be great if it yeah, was. Yeah. His name was like Bob Larry. <laughs> Ernesto. You know, I'm gonna make up a name for him. Uh, yeah, I think it was Larry Larry Payne. I might be making that up. I might be making oh, up. Oh, that sounds like that sounds like Doctor Payne. Doctor Payne. Doctor Payne. Wow. Was your was your I didn't even make that connection. Was your, like, was your principal a supervillain? He does. My name is so. Dr. Larry Payne. Doctor, come to the laboratory. Did you go to Sky Dr. High? <laughs> oh, that was a good movie. And way over there, there sitting quietly to, uh, to himself is Nick the Engineer. Hello. Oh my gosh, you're so loud, Nick. Please keep it down. Use your use your indoor voice, please. My ears are bleeding. Uh, uh, Nick and, and I have uh, worked very hard this week. We had a, we had a good time. Um, fixing my house and uh, I gave Nick as a reward <laughs> for him I guess um, oh I left my thing I, I gave him uh, these little puzzles they're small flat metal sheets with impossibly tiny little pieces that you punch out and oh. bend and contort and put together to make little 3D Star Wars I love models. those now Nick is a builder uh, he's always been fascinated by Legos and, and Minecraft and everything that you can take nothing and build it into something uh, he just lights up when that kind of stuff this one he actually had to walk away from halfway through and go, yeah, this is stupid. <laughs> this was made by people who hate children and Jesus. <laughs> Wait, did he say that? I think no. he said it. So, uh, something like in that. In his heart, he did. But to that effect. So, so I was it, thinking it, but I didn't say it. <laughs> it. What was frustrating? You guys know the things I'm talking about? You see yeah. yeah. They're, uh, they're called Metal Earth, I think. And uh, they're so tiny, though. It's just like... It for, you can't see what he's doing, but he is making little tiny little cl- gestures with his finger, just teeny little, little pinchers, like little pinchers, like a ship in a bottle. You need tweezers. Yeah, I, sh- I should have had a pair of mine, uh, magnifying glasses. Yeah, they're um, definitely. It was, it was. I mean, those crazy. pieces were really, really small. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you were you're, um, millimeters, mm-hmm. um, but you did. Uh, you were undaunted, and you you put it together. Yes. And uh, now I have a tie bomber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so I will pull out now my uh, Millennium Falcon and the uh, ADAT, and you can put that together. My ATAT. Sure. Can you can you imagine trying to uh, assemble one of those on shag carpet? Losing, <laughs> oh, gosh. losing a piece. Yesterday, my carpet's not shaggy, but it's it's plush and. <laughs> I love the word plush. And I dropped, uh, I was setting up some of my hot toys, and I dropped uh, Agent Coulson's ID badge in the carpet, and I can't find it anywhere. Oh, no. How's he going to get into the building? I know. He needs your lanyard. I know. He's not level seven anymore, so it's, I guess it's okay. So it's outdated. But um, anyway, so we are here to talk tonight, uh, have a little bit of fun, and have a good time. Um, Let us know what's going on in your neck of the woods. You can connect with us online uh, in one of our many uh, outlets for media and entertainment. We connect on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Nerd of Godcast. You can check out our blog at nerdofgodcast.com or you can shoot us an email, nerdofgodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to connect with you, chat with you, and exchange whimsical animated gifts with you. So, uh, speaking of Twitter, 
I actually just looked over and saw Steven falling asleep. No, I was just resting my eyes. Well, that's called falling asleep. He's, nope, because no, I was aware of whatever was happening. Yeah. Did you see that so what was happening? Jessica just like licked her finger and stuck it in your ear? I mean, I, I felt it. <laughs> We're going to play a Twitter game, and hey. uh, this is an opportunity you, many of our listeners don't know because this is an audio podcast uh, that uh, many people here on our crew have uh, a tremendous amount of artistic talent. Uh, Jessica is an, uh, an actual accomplished artist. Jackie has uh, a, a tremendous passion for art, and she's very good as well. Um, I grew up doing cartoons and comic panels, and even Steven uh, applies himself towards drawing and uh, works real hard and does a good job. Neff, do you do you draw at all? I sketch a lot. Yeah. I, I used to draw, actually, <laughs> I created my own version of Flash uh, Gordon when I was younger. He looked very different. He had a cape. And he had very long hair like Yu-Gi-Oh, and he and, had a headband. And he was a dog. But he looked really cool. <laughs> Nick, do you draw at all? No. Neff paints with words. Well, that's okay. If you, if you do or if you don't, this works either way. But we're going to play a Twitter game called Seem Sketchy. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to ask you, and you have 140 characters that Twitter will provide you, to come up with a scenario including characters, uh, a verb, an adjective, a noun. Give us something. Of course, keep it uh, clean and appropriate, obviously. But uh, give us something challenging to sketch. And what's going to happen is we're going to pick some of our favorites, and we are going to give the entire Nerd of God cast crew the opportunity to sketch out what it is oh, no. that you are describing. Then we are going to post on our blog a picture of each of our drawings, and you're going to see. We're going to see who can guess who drew which. Cubes roll up and then use what's on the cubes to no, make we tried that this before, is much it doesn't work. More fun. <laughs> All that does is make people leave. Oh. Yeah. It's like we're done with you. Back to New Jersey and take your cubes with you. Uh, hashtag Rory's Tory Story Cubes. Don't say her name three times, she'll appear like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Tori, 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 Tori. What if I want her to appear? <laughs> Then just keep saying it. It's like a Pearl Harbor movie. After a while, it stops sounding like a word, right? Okay, so Seem Sketchy is now up and out on our Twitter page. Give us your ideas. For instance, you might say, I want to see Deadpool and Ninja Turtle in a Nerf gun contest. You know, So now we have to draw that. So just give us an example of something that you want to see happen. And... Our drawings will be wonderful or wonderfully terrible, and either one is wonderful. So uh, let us know. Use hashtag seems sketchy and OG to let us know. Fabulous. 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 Uh, <laughs> it's time for the best thing ever. Ever, 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 ever. Uh, well, as everyone knows, last time on our best thing ever, we had a very, very strong contest uh, between Iron Man and the uh, Green Arrow. And, of course, Green Arrow is more popular now than ever, probably as a character. Uh, the the new show, uh, the Arrow show on, on the CW, people love it. People are excited about the character. People love Stephen Mill. But... Um, this last time we had Iron Man versus Green Arrow, and we of course all know how that turned out. It was yeah, of course 
Everybody knows that it was Iron Man. I mean, that was really not even a question. How is mean, a dude with a bow and arrow? You can't compete. I'm sorry, but you can't have Steve Amell compete with Robert Downey Jr. Obviously. Yeah, no, Who can't. Robert Downey Jr., I think, was born to have to a crappy life and then be Tony Stark. To be Tony Stark. <laughs> that was Daddy it. issues all around. Yeah, and, and again, we're going more uh, comic books, more character-wise than just the movie. But yeah, uh, Iron Man, there's just too many tools in his tool belt. And no matter what kind of gimmick arrow... The, uh, the Green Arrow wants to shoot at him. It's going to be Iron Man. There's no doubt. So that brings us to this week's best thing ever, which is uh, a time-old challenge, but one that we have to see through to the finish. Usually something comes along that interrupts this fight or unifies these characters, but uh, two of my favorite characters going toe-to-toe in this week's best thing ever, and that is Matt Murdock, the Daredevil. The man without fear. Versus Electra Nachios, oh. Ninja oh, Assassin. No. Oh, now no. you know they usually well, <laughs> end, they usually end up fighting and then making out. But uh, yeah. in this one, one shall stand and excuse me, <clears throat> one shall stand, one shall fall. And if history tells us anything, Electra's going. Electra's going to die. She dies more than anybody else in the Marvel universe. And then when she dies, she's a scroll. Gonna, it's going to be a scroll. It's going to. Oh, can we throw that in there? Because no. that would be a great twist. And she comes back and beats everybody. She's scroll Electra. Then um, she should be eliminated because yeah. she has superpowers. We uh we are going to see it happen. So uh, I don't know. My money would be on Daredevil, but Electra is a tough customer. So we're going to see, obviously, this one, and they'll go against our winner from last week. And uh, it's going to be a really, really great time. So you can get connected with us by voting online on our Twitter page. That's twitter.com slash nerdofgodcast. Just use the uh, look for the hashtag best thing ever, and you can vote. Let us know who you think is going to be the winner of this week's best thing ever, 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 ever. Lovely spam, wonderful spam, and now it's time for NF News. It's gonna be there's already people trying to cheat. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's gonna be you. You know it, I know it. Trying to do Trump or Bernie Sanders? Because that sounded like Bernie Sanders. That sounded like Bernie Sanders. Your Trump was pretty good. It's gonna be huge. Gonna be I was Alex okay. China. Trump. China. <laughs> Let me tell you about China. It's gonna be fantastic. We're gonna build the wall. Tony Stark. Mexico pay for it. Tony Stark would be in jail. The wall of China. <laughs> the greatest wall of China. <laughs> built by America. Built by the Chinese. And protected by we're Matt Damon. We're gonna make the jobs. We're not, we're not gonna outsource <laughs> to China anymore. She's a liar. She's a cheater. I don't, like her. I don't, I don't know. Like her. I don't do a good Donald Trump. No, that sounds like I'm the grandpa like from. Like I'm do. She's not great. She's a liar. She's cheating. She's a politician. What do you do? Donald Trump turned into like an old Jewish man. Oh, hey, she's a politician. Hey, what, what are you gonna so do? Cool. Donald Trump just turned into uh, oh um, uh, Mel Brooks. Optimus Prime for president. When I was a kid, I thought there was made a Schwartz be with you. I want Obi Wan Kenobi. He's our only hope. With you. Hey, everybody, welcome to Nef News. My name is Nef. Today's news is brought to you by Gigi Font. Are you French? Then I blame you for this pain. And here is your news in nerd culture this week. <laughs> we, used the, we used the term this. week very liberally. In movie news, uh, another Batman solo movie character is rumored to have been cast. Carrie Kelly is being rumored to be played by Anna Kendrick after appearing in a photo with Deathstroke actor Joe Manganiello. Bless you. Nailed it. With the caption, <laughs> Deathstroke and Robin. 
You it's, you can squeal. Poor Jackie is. <laughs> <laughs> Much to Jackie's dismay, she's gonna be Stephanie. <laughs> what is with the Stephen Baldwin haircut? I'm so excited! <laughs> we going to the biodome. <laughs> Thank you I for explaining this. Alright. Jackie has been a Carrie Kelly fan. Carrie freaking Kelly. Anna do that Kendrick. One, do that one more time without the. I don't know how I feel about <laughs> the Anna Kendrick thing. All right, I, I'm, I'm not sorry. A- Neff, please. <laughs> this can be in many different things. Including a possible Batman pitch perfect crossover. (laughs) (laughs) Heard Jim Gordon spoke up. Said, leave this one alone. You can tell right away that I was bat to the bow. Wow. Wow. We we made one. I saw Bruce Wayne down in Africa. No. (laughs) Love is a battlefield. (laughs) Next one. (laughs) In video game news. Wait, 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 wait. Sweet Carrie Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Sweet Selena Kyle. Why? What is your problem? Because it's closer to Caroline. But that's what we were talking about. Continue with the news, Neff. (laughs) In video game news, the PlayStation VR virtual reality headset came out. This week, <laughs> I want to go to there. Oh, <laughs> just changed that to earlier this month <laughs> in October. <laughs> this episode originally recorded in March of 2011. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, they're gonna make a Batman Superman movie. Oh, it's gonna be Green great. Lantern has grossed over 20 million dollars in the box office, <laughs> surprising everyone because it's terrible. <laughs> Don't don't give that sad pity cry. <laughs> that movie was terrible. It doesn't deserve it. It's like don't give that uh-huh, because no, they don't get the uh-huh. They need parallax. She's <laughs> a giant. Neff is making a chunk face right now. It's killing me. The face you were making was the same face that Chuck makes when his hand is in the blender. And then I push my sister down I'm the listening. stairs. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, the l- I'm laughing and whizzing. <laughs> whizzing like you're peeing? I'm whizzing. I'm listening. Or wheezing. <laughs> I'm whizzing everywhere. Like, like your first thing is coughing. Oh. Oddly enough, that was on my joke. <laughs> <laughs> All of that was scripted. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> The PlayStation VR virtual reality headset came out this month to much acclaim. <laughs> Titles such as Batman Arkham VR, which is twenty bucks, so that worries me. I yeah. think it's like well, a tech it's, demo. It's like a yeah, it's like an hour long mm. worth of gameplay. Uh, Drive Club and an Until Dawn spinoff have been released thus far. Just think of the possibilities. Amazing games such as Tetris, Train Simulator, and Sea Man cannot be made into virtual reality gold. The future is now. I would just, love to live in a Tetris world. First off, did you just reference Seaman, the, the Dreamcast game with George Takai as a weird fish with the thing on his head? Oh my. I also dropped the rest of my news on the floor. Oh, get it, man. <laughs> I'm a clownfish. <laughs> Come here. That, that hairdo is. 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. Stop, Steven. Oh my. Steven, the 90s are coming back, but it is not 1996 Listen, listen, I did that to my hair when I was a young man, and the Lord took it from me. (laughs) I'm just saying. It was also age-appropriate for you at the time. Okay, it was. It was 1993. That was was allowed. That middle part, though. Mm -hmm. Now, the news continues. (laughs) (laughs) Barney, my pebble. Sorry. Post credits. <laughs> 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 Dino. Dino. Thank you. I thought you were going for Beaker from the Muppets. 
do it. Please do it. Please. You wait, do wait. the best beaker I've ever heard in my life. Do the beaker. Uh, no. She doesn't do it on. on do your news. On this too will not stand. The revolution will not We're be televised. Sitting. What? What? In TV show news, The Simpsons has at this point in time aired its 600th episode, being only the second scripted TV show to do so. The first being Gunsmoke. 600 episodes made, 269 actually worth watching. Oh, that's very true. That's very generous. That's very true. No, yeah, that's if you true. don't know, I agree. I, I added up all the all the episodes <laughs> of the first 12 seasons <laughs> so I could get that number. That's dedication to my craft. That was, that was <laughs> really good. good. I appreciate. And this that. has been Neff News. Have a noted today and a blessed tomorrow. Don't worry, the people on the Clinton camp will be checking your facts. Not <laughs> <laughs> too late. I already deleted the emails. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. Topical. Well, <laughs> topical. That was amazing. <laughs> some topical creeps, some topical ointment. So I, well, was, we were coming over here tonight. It's uh, late night recording again, and um, I, I went to get in my car. This really doesn't have anything to do with anything. But um, have you ever had those? Like I have to tell you this because I'm feeling it right now. I got into my my van and um, I I walked through a spider web. Ah, which instant am, ninja. Yeah, and and like. I, I, I still feel like there's things crawling on my face right now. Mm. So I, I, I walk through it and I'm just like oh, the, 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 feeling just so spazzy. And I get I get in there and then I see it. I see the spider. Because where there's a spider web, there's a spider. They they come out of spiders' butts from what I've been told. And or their or wrists. The wrists. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I get in the I get in the van and I see it on the windshield. So your first immediate reaction is inside or outside. Yeah. So wiper blades. I, so well, I, I smacked my windshield with a book, and it was outside. Uh, but God. did it fall off? No, it. Well, no, because it was. On, it's a spider. That's like it's sticking is its main power, right? And Ew. and a spider sense. So, I, and, and you know, there's only two sizes of spiders, right? There's awe and oh my god, it's moving towards me. Mm. You know, it's kill like, it. Nuke I'm it thinking, from space. As I'm saying, <laughs> like kill it with fire. I had a van. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's and I put out it into a tree. I said, I got airbags. How about you, arachnid? The airbag's like, I got webs, fool. <laughs> so I'm Fly. like, I'm a bit away, web. Just <laughs> <laughs> <Shazam>. am. <laughs> Everybody is doing the, the web. <laughs> throw, throw up your web fist and feel like you want to rock this. So man, like yeah, ding, ding. we like so I don't know. I, I get creeped out by spiders. Like uh, like I don't even like hate them because uh, when I was a child, I watched Charlotte's Web, and Charlotte told me that if it wasn't for spiders, that the insect population would overrun the earth. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool with spiders. Whatever. I mean, they yeah, they just use just stay, but just bite you. Not, not on my facial. That's all I'm saying. Just not in this region right here, away from the money maker. So yeah, I did. I I put my I'm like with the wiper fluid. I missed it. It was below the wiper fluid. Like, it it, it shot over the top uh, of its head. I hit the it. windshield wipers and over its head. Man, that thing was crafty. But then it was funny because it tried to start walking up. And when it got on the wet part, it went, freak, it slipped off <laughs> the windshield and flew away. And I was like, Whoa. ah. I was just trying to do the electric slide. Oh, my goodness. And then you do this. And now it's like, uh, I know, that now poor. I have a hernia. But I wonder, like, the other day I was driving and I saw somebody with a lizard stuck to the back window of their Jeep. Aww. And I'm like, where did that lizard get on? And where's it getting off? Could you? Man, that's some straight up five stuff right there, man. For dear life. I had a lizard hanging on to my uh, work car the other day. I, was, I gave it a name and everything. It was great. But what? what but dude, do lizards have don't families? I mean, do they know? That, do they have moms? Because if they get on your car and then they end up like twelve miles away, that lizard is never going to see its family again. I mean, it's like somewhere out there. Just give it a oh, shot. Oh, 
I'm guessing they have families. And now Steven is Jared Leto Joker. Every time I go in my garage, there's another baby. There's like a new baby lizard, and I'm like, it's like an inch long. Okay, Wait, what's an old baby tiny? lizard? Okay, there's a difference between them having babies and having families. Uh, uh, and a rent and two cars and that's right. Ugh, a job, a dead end. Yeah. That's the worst. Shout out to all my geckos. I mean, I constantly catch them and chase my niece around with them. But. A single geckos out there. I saw one in my house cute. the other day. Nick, Nick and I were doing some work in the house. I saw one running around my house that had no, the tail off of it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, then I'm like, oh, that'll grow back, right? That was the whole Kurt Connors thing, right? Yeah. Those tails grow back. Nick and I were um we're, we're working in the house this week. I had a housewarming party. Hey. Uh, because hey. we're officially into our house, and that's a really cool thing. Uh, thank um, some of you guys for coming over. Not everybody made it, but um, I okay, work. Jackie didn't make it. That was pretty much it. I had work. But, I had work. That's okay. Well, you can just drop your gift, gift by any time. Then that'll be fine. All right. Uh, I'll, any, I'll make sure I stop by later. If any of our listeners, <laughs> I, will, I will absolutely pander for, for gifts. If any of our listeners want to send in a uh, housewarming present, courtesy of this station, uh, we will not uh, be mad. But we had a good time. Had some good friends from the church come over. We ha- we had to work really, really hard to get it ready by, by go time last night. And because uh, our, our house went from like... Uh, to ah yes, <laughs> Nick's like yes. Nick's like, is there anything I can do to help? Uh, like uh, yeah, yeah, you there is. There's lots of things. <laughs> so we, I mean, it's it, it was a lot, but we worked hard. Um, I was really honored. Nick's mom sent a present for our family. Yes, uh, I have a cool nifty. What what, what do you call it? Uh, tumbler, tumbler. It's yeah. like it's yeah. like a Yeti yes, tumbler, yeah. and uh, it is custom with my name on one side and the Nerd of Godcast logo on the other side. Hey. So I'm Tell like her to super, make four more. Super geeked out about that. So three uh, more. And and my son, like I like mine. I'm, I'm but my son <laughs> loves yeah. his. Like he was carrying that piece around church today. Like it's part of his wardrobe, man. And I was like, Christian, when do you start drinking coffee? And he's like, I don't. This is water. Why do you spill this he's coffee? Because like, it's like it. a coffee cup. It's <laughs> so. Funny. But he just thinks that cup is the the bee's knees, man, and he he was so geeked out to have it. So um, we we I have I have in my room, and I'm very thankful for this. I have in my house a room that is it's just called the gallery, and all that's in it is my collectibles and my action figures and cool little display pieces, things that I've kind of picked up and collected over the years. Some of you guys have been in there. How would how would you describe it? It is like a museum of nerd. Magical. It's pretty awesome. It's, it's, it's yeah, like Steve said, it's like a small museum. It's pretty dope. And it was cool because we, you know, you guys have frequented my house. You've seen my collection for, you know, years and years, but a lot of the people that came to our housewarming party, like we had old ladies from the church, man, that like have never been to my house before and they show up last night and they're walking around and they're like, wow, well, this is something. <laughs> you have a lot of toys. And, and they're like, is this Christian's room? Like, How old uh, are you? Yeah. Well, number one, there's no bed. People, yeah. That should have been given away that is out of room. Yeah, my butt's on sleeps on the, on the floor. We got you know, no no room for the boy to sleep if there's hot toys in here. But people, people were walking in. They, they How long have you been collecting these things? And they were, I mean, I think for the most part, even people that are not nerdy in their leanings were really appreciating it. Although I did find out there's several people in our church that are real nerds. Uh, you could tell the difference. Some people would go in there and they go, oh, that's Batman. And some people go in there and go, oh, that's Adam West Batman. Okay, there's a difference. I get it. Some people will go in there and they'll say, oh, that's, you know, such and such. And, but then you, if you name it or if you say it with precision, you go, oh, that's, that's you you know what you're talking about. Hey, it's, good sir. it's Dr. Teeth and the Electric Man. Yeah, it's like, oh, Muppet. That's Zoot. Yeah. 
or you know, oh, it's Iron Man, or oh, that's Iron Man Mark Two. You go, yes, you are correct. Sir. Is that forty two without so, the rest of the suit? So we had a good time. It was it was a blast. But while I was in there, and I, I was taking one of our one of our friends, Marilise, came in there, and she Aww. was geeking out thoroughly. Marilise is is a she's, a, so precious. she's a, a precious young lady, and. Um, she she was in there looking at the toys. She was like, "This is amazing!" And she was just uh, really really digging it. And while um, she was in there, we had two small children come in. Oh, yeah. So I'm talking with Marilise, kind of helping her out a little bit. Um, you know, she she has uh, special needs, so you know, I'm taking her on the tour. But I'm uh, she's taking up most of my um, attention just because I don't want to just leave her hanging there. And uh, these kids come in. And they start um, touching things. Oh, no. No, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> I'm like, no. Hey, as soon as you no. said little kids, I was like, nope. <laughs> to the no, no, no. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking and I'm going, okay. They're small children, and they're in a room full of toys. They've probably never seen toys that they weren't allowed to touch before. So I'm gonna just sort of be chill for a second, and maybe they'll just touch it and then move on. So I've got my Marty McFly hot toy with my DeLorean, mm. and no, she no, she starts no. like touching the like rolling his little skateboard that he's on, and I'm just watching her do it through the glass cases, and. Uh, She's like, you know, adjusting some things. She starts to wheel the DeLorean a little bit. I'm going, oh, if there's not a lot of room on that shelf. If she wheels it and it falls off, she's not going to stop it. So my, my panic meter starts going up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm not trying to yell at her. You know, she's a little kid and she's in a room full of toys. Yeah. She's doing what a little kid in a room full of toys is supposed to do. And that's like, ah, play with toys. And um, she then starts to pull something down that is like, I don't even remember what it was, but it was like, and I was compelled. I said, no, 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 no. I said, those are, those are not for touching. Those are not for touching. Those ones are not for touching. Okay. And she turns and she offers me the the question of the night, which is, well, which ones can we touch? (laughs) And I'm looking around the room and I'm going, nothing. You can touch nothing. You need to leave now. You need to go. (laughs) But I don't want to say it because she's a little, little kid. She's in a room full of toys and she's sincerely, she's appreciating it in the way that a a six-year-old kid would, would appreciate it. So I look around, I'm going, no, 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 nothing, 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 no, no, no. Okay, there's my pop vinyl figures. I said, you know, you can touch those ones. Just touch them. Well, man, it was like she was getting paid to touch them. She didn't just go touch one. She took them all off and was shaking them and was put. Oh and I'm just gosh. going, <gasps> I'm having like this like light At least it wasn't attack. a DeLorean. At least it wasn't. I I had to make a value choice. I had to make a judgment on, on the worthiness of of my collectibles, which ones needed to be protected and which ones could be sacrificed. <laughs> and I thought, okay, if she breaks the head off of my Harley Quinn pop vinyl figure, I'm not going to be twisted up. If she breaks my DeLorean, someone's going to die. Um, <laughs> you go up to her parent, you owe me a car. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I made payments on that thing for a year. Uh, yeah. So there was a, a, a quick assessment of, of worthiness for me. And tonight I want to talk a little bit about worthiness, of, of what it means to be worthy. Uh, that's sort of our conversation for this evening. When, when you think of worthy in the context of, you know, nerdiness and pop culture and the things that we do, what's something that comes into your mind? Thor. Th- why Thor? <laughs> well, 
How do you say it? I can't speak Mjolnir. 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 Meow meow. Mjolnir. Yeah, that's the, uh, what, is, what does Thor's hammer say on the side of it? It says, uh, whosoever holds this hammer, if he be worthy, shall possess, possess the, the power, power of Thor. Thor. Yeah. the power of Thor. <laughs> okay, Nick, Nick knows. <laughs> wait, wait, no, I didn't know. He's like, we possess the power of Thor. Yeah, and he his hand up in the air. Up in the air. Uh, his hair crazy. grew out six inches. <laughs> yeah, and there was, there was definitely some lightning there. Uh, yeah, and that was a great, that, one of my favorite scenes from uh, Age of Ultron, Avengers Age of Ultron, was when they're sitting around in Stark Tower, yes. and they're trying to lift it, and uh, Tony Stark budges it just a little bit. And that, no, it's Steve, Steve Rogers. Yeah. Steve Rogers budges it just a little and bit. Thor's face just and Thor's face drops. And Thor's face drops. Oh, it's so goes, great. Oh, it was nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah. I got a theory about that one. Yeah. What, what, oh, what? I think that he um, um was like faking. Like after he realized he could move it, he was like, wait, no, I'm not going to do this because that's going to upset things. So I'm just going to like, because you can't kind of be worthy. Yeah, like, you can't have the hammer you, and the shield. Yeah, like you can't, you can't kind of budget. Like, oh, I'm kind of worthy. Like, no, no. He probably realized, oh, I crap, I can lift this thing, but I don't want want to cause any problems. But then that so makes like, him, he has no more powers except for being remarkably pretty. He's so pretty. <laughs> so, so could Black Widow, but... That, was, oh, that, was that, wasn't, like, that wasn't what that line was about. I'm sick of people making that line. I'm sorry. Great, I've gotten into arguments with people, especially at work. They're like, oh, Black Widow totally could have picked up the hammer. Didn't you see your line in, in Ultron? I'm like, that's not what it's about. It's in the comics. I know, but in that particular instance, in the, everyone's picked up his hammer in the comics. Hulk's picked up his hammer, and Hulk's not worthy. I think Hulk's picked up his hammer. I think he has. I don't think he has. I think he has at one point. I, th I think it's an interesting concept for Black Widow to be able to because of all the red she has on her ledger to show that like she can still be worthy of doing some good. So like her, her saying is like that's not a question I need answered. She probably didn't think she was worthy, period. But like those who have read the comic books know that like she's I think, done. I think that they were they were making it out that the boys were all kind of competing with each other. Oh, and that yeah, was playing it was, off it of a, it's like, oh, how's Pepper? How's Jane? You know, and they did that back and forth kind of thing. I like I like it when the, the, really the about that too. I, like I was like, guys. Tony Stark is like pulling up with his with his uh his his armor hand. Yeah. Uh -huh. And then he has uh Rhodey with him too. Come oh. on, represent. <laughs> I love Rhodey. And okay. So uh, I know that they they did uh, in the Marvel versus DC. Are you googling right now if Thor ever listed? I'm just looking to see Captain, Amer Captain America. Captain America has held his hand before. In the Marvel versus uh, DC crossover they did in the, in the mid '90s, um, I think that Wonder Woman got his hammer. And yes, she became kind of like Wonder Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor. Female Thor. Yeah, never. <laughs> I, I don't see it. <laughs> Now, we were talking about this earlier. Like, all the Marvel char characters are becoming like girls now. You got Girl Thor. You got Captain Marvel as a girl. Iron Man's a girl. Uh, who's the other one that, that we were saying? That, that uh, Hawkeye? Hawkeye's a girl. Yeah, nice. I mean, all, all the different. Hawk you know, girl? <laughs> Hawk, Squirrel girl. girl. Hawk guy. Uh, yeah, no. Hawkeye's a hot guy. Uh, hey. There's a DC character named Hawk Girl. That's what I was referencing. I was making a different joke. So. I wasn't making a joke. I was making a reference to. So DC I found this article the other day, and I want to talk a little bit about it, and we'll we'll speculate a little bit beyond this. Um, let's think of some non-Marvel characters, like non-Marvel, non-non-DC, other fictional characters who would be worthy to lift Thor's hammer. I'll give you one right off the bat, and I'll read this directly from the article. Uh, it was theorized in Avengers Age of Ultron that the Vision could lift Mjolnir because he was synthetic and not a biological human being, but, you know, the goodness of whatever. And he's innocent. Uh, it's entirely possible that as a living entity, biological or otherwise, he's bound by the same rules as everyone else, however, which brings them to the greatest Autobot of all time, Optimus Prime. 
Could Optimus Prime lift Thor's hammer? Yes. Yes. I, I totally so. agree. Because he's technically still, uh, he's not like. Because he's a prime, man. Is he biotic? He, is he robotic? Robo- he's a robot in disguise. Uh, yeah. Courage, unquestionable. Um, integrity, you know, his willingness to self-sacrifice. Uh, you know, one shall stand, one shall fall. Uh, Optimus Prime, give me somebody else. Sam from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> could Sam lift the hammer? <laughs> if someone from so. Lord of the Rings could lift the hammer, who would it be? Uh, Strider. Aragorn? Yes. Ooh, yeah, the hammer? That's a good one too. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Like I don't know if Sam is worthy, mostly because I don't think Sam thinks he can do it. But Strider, I don't think th- Strider is kind of like Black Widow. I don't think we think he would deserve to, but I think Strider would do it. I don't, th- he? I don't yeah. think you have to think you're worthy to be able to do it, because Sam, I mean, he's pretty humble, so like he wouldn't think that he could, but that doesn't mean he can't do it because he doesn't think he. Can. I mean, if you're going, I mean, a lot of characters, Gandalf could probably do. It. Like you, uh, uh, Tolkien but is Gandalf wouldn't. Good. But and that's I think yeah. the thing. If, and we use it within the the realm of Lord of the Rings. Frodo lifted the One Ring, but nobody else would or could. Yeah. And then I mean, like once again, Sam would have not that he wouldn't have no reason to, but Sam's mission was Frodo Strider. Was the warrior well, Strider? Talking about Mjolnir, so like, why, why would that be in, in Tolkien's? I mean, so the, like, where this is we're talking what if? I know, and I'm saying what if, if any character in the Lord of the Rings universe A needed it and B would be worthy of it, it would be Strider. Like, I would say you would like. Well, it's not necessarily if they need it. We're just saying, could they in theory? Pick yeah, that? yeah, and I then Merry and Pippin would, could too. Yeah. Like a lot of Lord of the Rings I characters. Know. I think that you're overestimating the goodness of some of these characters. Yeah. I don't think Merry and no, Pippin. I've could just been conditioned it. over the last year to not uh, hold Sam as in high esteem as I do. Well, I, I mean, we and we all do respect and appreciate that. But um, yeah, they. I, I think in, in this article, they they do in fact say that if there's one character from Lord of the Rings that could do it, it's Aragorn. Yeah, that's so, what I said. That's what I, I would say. And I love Samwise. Don't get me wrong. Samwise is my favorite Lord of the Rings character. Yeah, no, I know. But I think it would be Aragorn. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm. who says it has to be only one character from Lord of the Rings? Because oh, no, I, I, I agree I with did. Strider. I just did. Oh, yeah. you just if did? it was just one. I, oh, okay. And I think that, again, one, yeah. you overestimate too many people and, like, the goodness of people in the in the book that, like, they could... I think that there has to be some kind of just, like, well, everybody who's a decent person could lift the hammer. Um, Black Not Widow can't lift the hammer. No. Black Widow can't lift the hammer. I, I, I'm going to... I'm calling shenanigans on that immediately. Um, I don't think Steve Rogers can lift the hammer. Um, I think that he can budget, but I think that's about it. I think that's more dramatic effect than, than actual. But uh, Hulk can't lift the hammer. Hulk is a is a crybaby. So wait, it's so it's based on worthiness. Yeah, yeah absolutely. If he be worthy, shall possess. So we'll, we'll, uh, define Thor. worthy. What makes someone worthy? Well, let's talk about it. Thor doesn't seem. What makes someone worthy? Well, Thor had to humble himself. That's why Thor, because Thor was arrogant. Thor thought he was better than everybody else. And he was reckless. Well, he, he could and still he lift the hammer, though, while he was arrogant. It was only until his dad was yeah, like, say the, not the, fam. The hammer was his, and then his it, dad. It, it was His dad put the, 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 the rules on it that mm-hmm. said you can't lift it if yeah. you're not worthy. And Thor, in, spoiler alert for a five-year-old movie, uh, basically sacrificed himself towards the end to be able to save a human, somebody like below him, beneath him when it comes to power because he's a god. And that's what ends up causing him to be able to hold the owner. That's what he humbles himself, almost like like Jesus. He or God came down, humbled himself like to a human. Thor did similar. So thing. could Jesus lift Thor's hammer? Oh, absolutely, definitely. definitely. Yeah. Like. I just realized Garth and Wayne could never hold the the hammer because they're not worthy. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> thank you for that. Now. Audible groan. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how about this one? Agree or disagree? Neo from the Matrix. Disagree. Disagree. No. He's yeah, awful. He's the worst. Why? I just don't like him. <laughs> That's why. I'll be honest. I haven't seen the movies in a really long time. So. Mr. Anderson. Thomas Mr. Anderson. Neo. His name is Tom. Mr. Anderson. Tom. You can't be the one and hold the hammer. You the can, great almighty much. Tom. Tom Anderson. Thomas Jefferson. There is Alexander no Hamilton. Can Alexander he, Hamilton. Yes, absolutely. The, the hammer of Thor. Well, I don't know. There is no he hammer. He was, no. He, as far as I know, He's Thor never cheated hammer. on his wife. Martian Manhunter. Uh, yes. I say yes. That's DC. You said no comics. Uh, I'm going. I'm going by their list. Okay. Uh, I say Martian. I like. Yeah, I, I really. I really Justin's like Martian Manhunter. Oh, come up with people. I was just filling in because no, because no, no, these guys were just talking about. I was trying to talk. Samwise and making talking. out with Aragorn or something like that. <laughs> Neville Longbottom. Yeah. That's a Harry Potter mm-hmm. reference. Mm-hmm. He's the real one. He's, he's the real great. chosen one. He's so great. Oh, he's the I one would... that was like the real Harry Potter. Like no, well, Voldemort it chose been either him. one of them, but. Yeah. Voldemort chose him as his equal. I would put Neville in the same boat as Samwise. Like, yeah, probably he could. But if there's if someone in the universe, it would be Harry. Because Harry Harry legitimately sacrifices himself. Just like, I mean, not like you have to go by to Thor, the movie version but of Neville it. But Neville has the purest heart. Hold on, hold on, wait. If, if we're going off of that, because both Harry and Neville pulled Godric's sword from the hat. Uh-huh. So that's like a sense of like the, the worthiness of getting the sword. So it would kind of make sense for it to transfer a little bit. Uh, because I'm, you have, I mean, you see the character development of Neville from book one to book seven. And he just like. And Neville kills Voldemort. Awesome. I, 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 Neville kills Nagini. Nagini. I agree. He the snake. I agree. That's the last Horcrux. Pa- and then he, no, Harry is. No, Harry's the last Horcrux. Yes. Spoiler, well, but he dies spoiler. before Nagini does. Yeah, that's true. The, he still he so, killed a piece of the He was the last, last one. He was the last one made, not the last one to die. I agree with you. However, is, Nick, what's happened is I've uh, I've put sort of an unspoken <laughs> ban on Harry Potter references for the past uh, thirty episodes. Yes. And uh, this is the unpinching of the garden hose. Gotcha. I agree, I agree gotcha. with you. Steven's not even not even abated by that. But just just because the if you sword say the presents word, word itself, one more time, you're off the show. The sword presents itself to any any worthy Gryffindor when they need it. So any like Gryffindor what? could do it as long as it to, for whatever they need. Could it J.K. For. Rowling lift the hammer of Thor? No. no. All right, then we're moving on. Okay. <laughs> so Martian Manhunter, yeah. I say yes. Yay or nay? Yes, Martian Manhunter in my in my mind is on the same level as Vision when it comes to like Marvel VDC. They're the same character to me. Really? Similar, not the same, but similar. They fill the same void to me. I put Red Tornado probably. Could Yoda lift the hammer? Yoda wouldn't need to. <laughs> Yoda doesn't need a lightsaber. Would, Yoda doesn't need Mjolnir. Yoda would lift the ground under <laughs> yeah. Mjolnir. I think Yoda could. You think Yoda could? I think Yoda could. I don't think he would, but he could. Yeah, as I was like, he could, but I don't think he needs to. There's this interesting video that I watched. Um, uh, this guy called, uh, his name's Nerd, Nerdist, the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the most popular podcast with the word nerd in it. Yeah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> he uses a lot of cuss words, so we don't, we yeah. don't know. <laughs> Anyways, but he, he uh, posed a interesting question. Could somebody with the force lift Thor's hammer? Lifting it with the force? With the force. I don't think so. I would think that the hammer, if because it's mystical, it could have a nullifying field. Yeah. That's, that's like in, uh, in the end of Avengers when they're like, well, is the ele- if the elevator goes up, with it, is the elevator worthy? <laughs> um, Ground's not worthy. Could, could someone with the force fly? I always think about think about that. Like, if you can lift stuff, couldn't you lift yourself? It's a force push more than actual flight. See, well, no, but what he's saying... I mean, Magneto can fly, but, but he can't fly. He just lifts his body right well yeah you like that be like put they'd be pushing themselves off the ground almost like what so I how come how come no jedi flies 
Because, I don't know, man. They just do that weird, creepy, like, super jump yeah. thing. It's like a little yeah. lift. Maybe they, maybe they just have to Good be... jumping sound Ooh. effect, Nick. What do you think? Can you lift a hammer with the force? Nah. Nah, midi-chlorians aren't worthy. <laughs> midi-chlorians. I once Ugh. read a interesting theory that that Molnar wasn't only just an object, but that was just really heavy, but sort of like fixed in a, in a fixed point in space and time. And it got very quantum physics-y about it, but it's like it, it's not like you can't you you can't lift it. It just w- doesn't want you to control it, so it just stays where it wants. Okay, so could the doctor lift the? Mule? I was just about to say that. Huh? That Which mean? doctor? David Tennant can do whatever he wants. Yes, he can lift it. No, he's the purple man. He can't do. He, he creeps me Which out. Which hand now. is he gonna use? <laughs> the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think with the doctor because like he deals a lot deals a lot with the like the regret of his past lives and stuff and like everything with Gallifrey so like, I don't know I don't know if he he would just use his sonic screwdriver and like magic and, like, it and like yeah. oh now I can lift it it's not I'm wood I can use it no, I can just do it um, here's one that, and, and uh, you'll have to help me with this because I'm not as familiar with this franchise but um, Master Chief no uh, mm, no I don't know I mean I also don't like Halo so I say I no I played the first three Halo games so my knowledge is limited to like half the series, but uh, from what I know, he's he's definitely brave. He makes a sacrifice. He does what he has to do. He gets the job done. I don't know. If that, I mean, he seems pretty worthy. He gets he gets stuff done, and he's very selfless. So like he's like he literally tries to save a program from his helmet. <laughs> in all in all fairness, that program was hot. <laughs> He didn't, say, he didn't save Jarvis, all right? No. And she's on his cell phone. That's right. Um, okay, here's another one. Link. Yes. I did think about that. Well, what could. did you come up with? I, think, I don't know. I, like, I'm still, I'm still, <laughs> I did think still, about that. I did think I about, did about that. that. Like, that was the first Hand one on that the kind chin. of, like, <laughs> popped into my head that I'm trying to, like... She's just remembering the time be. that she but thought about it. Aren't they, don't they sort of imply... I mean, there's sort of a sword in the stone element to yeah. the Zelda games. Like, he uses the master sword. Oh, he's the chosen. So you kind of have that vibe that there's something pure about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something good about it. I guess for that, can Zelda lift the... Lift the I hammer. Think she could. I think that'd be great. Who, who would be more likely to be able to lift the sword, Link or Zelda? Link. The sword or the hammer? Or the hammer, rather. A Zelda. I want Zelda. <laughs> Zelda. I, I, want, Zelda. I want her to, like, bash Wait, in. She, <laughs> she, she is Zelda. It's the same. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. To a 20-year-old game. Don't put a, <laughs> I, I, never, I never understood why she had to be Sheik. And then they could play Just, a song called Hammer Time. <laughs> I'm tired. No. I'm tired is not an excuse for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Ridic- I'm ridiculous. Yes, I wish I could is. find a link to the past. Um, here's why you made that joke. Here's here's one to to think about. Why Goku? I don't know. I don't know. He I could. Don't know enough he's about pretty. That. He's pretty pure. Sure. That. Why not? Everyone lifts the hammer. You Isn't lift the hammer. Like you lift the hammer. Let's pick the best Everybody's character worthy. out of every. That's what I heard. Heard what? Say, hey, Samwise no. Gamgee over here <laughs> is like freaking out because now we're lame at people. But you start talking about Horcruxes and he just acts like he got a free ticket to the county fair. Like Horcrux, Horcrux, Horcrux. There was a snake, Voldemort. I didn't bring up Horcruxes. That was these jokers. Whatever. I was just talking about Harry. Call How me a joker you? one more time. Could the Joker the lift? Hello, Buzz. No! <laughs> Hello, Buzz. Yes, Mark Hamill can do whatever he wants. Uh, Superman? Yes. yes. 
I say yes. Yes, say absolutely. An irritating yes. An absolutely. irritating yes. Irritating yes. Yeah, and he wouldn't even Superman's care. He'd just pick it up and just be like, like oh, oh, yeah, this is cool. He would, you, you want your hammer back? <laughs> I'm Superman. I'm the strongest, most boring character ever. And I hate that because he should be better, irritating. more interesting than he is. He is but. better than the new ones. Re- rebirth. He's, he's better. Yeah. Uh, he's got a family. It only took him Boy 75 Scout. years. Yeah. Uh, anybody, could Kermit the Frog lift the hammer of Thor? Hey, hold on. Oh, I want to see I don't that. think he's well, strong well, enough. Hold on. Hold on. If, if, what, the, if what Frog happens Thor... To a frog, what happens <laughs> yeah. to a frog when it's struck by a bolt of lightning? <laughs> it becomes it becomes Froar. Uh, no. What, no, what happens, same thing that, same what thing happens, happens to everything a toad? Else. Same thing I know, but I was I was referencing the, the Frog Thor. There is a Frog Thor. Yeah, named Froar. F-O-R. I don't think they call him Froar. What's his name? Frog Thor. Throg? No, it's Throg. It's Throg. Throg. You're right. I, okay, I got, a, I got a reverse. Throg. I thought it was the first half of Frog and last half of Thor. The first half of Thor, last half of Frog. But yeah, there's a Frog but Thor wait, that has Kermit lifted has, like, hammer. Little noodly arms. Well, you, and you so know who good. is? You know who the villain is, right? Croaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm, I'm about to. I'm, I'm about gr- to croaky. I'm, I'm grounded. <laughs> that was Jeez. great. No, that, that was good. That, that was joke good. made me croaky. <laughs> I was thinking, like, what does it mean then? Like, so we, we talk about like this worthy. You have to be worthy. And and Jackie, you mentioned this earlier. Like, to really, I guess, define it, you have to figure out what worthy means. And uh, you look at these characters, and we kind of see, okay, what do they all share in common? Whether it's uh, Master Chief or the Martian Manhunter, or maybe not Neo, but Aragorn. Uh, what is it that makes them worthy? Uh, what are the characteristics that we're looking for that make a character worthy? Uh. Humility, I would say, is one. Okay. I mean, I'm not trying to still base it off the whole lifting Thor's hammer thing, but one of the reasons why Thor needed to have that, you know, needed to be worthy was he was arrogant. He needed to humble himself. What else? What 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 would make someone worthy, in your opinion? Courage. Were you just trying to do the cowardly lion? <laughs> yeah. Put him up. Put him up. I'll fight you with my paws behind my back. <laughs> you sound like my mom's bin pin trying to bark. <laughs> you took me there. You took I me. feel like I just went Tigger. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you. I'm the Tigger. I get it. Ta ta for now. TTFN. Could Winnie the Pooh live now? Uh, yes. I got the mule. <laughs> you wouldn't know what to oh, do with it. Oh, Can I get honey? Smash Tigger. honey pots with it. Tigger, look at my hammer. <laughs> Let's go get them. Piglet, Piglet with the hammer. Oh, oh, dear, dear. I got some candy balls down in my basement. <laughs> I got, I, I got the, I got the hammer over here. Piglet's like, oh dear. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do every one of the 100 acre wood? Give me uh, some rabbits. Oh, oh Pooh Bear. <laughs> oh, Kanga. A little room. I'm, I am not a woman. I cannot do Kanga's voice. Okay, you then do Al. <laughs> I, I, How does Al sound again? I can't remember. Owl oh, has a British voice. <laughs> not that British. The size of a tangerine. <laughs> <laughs> I will Hello. not do Master Pooh. I will not do. <laughs> I failed you. I failed you. I will not bury another burn. one. I will not. <laughs> Mr. Sanders. I will not do. What hundred acre woods? If you guys know what Mr. Sanders means, yeah. then you know about Winnie the Pooh, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
Mr. Sanders is the name about winning the I know, yeah. What were we talking about? The S's are backwards. We're talking about worthiness. Right now, I'm trying to decide if any of this is worthy of our time. We just went out to a. Alright, heffalump woozle. Pack it away for a minute. Uh, <laughs> that was a hundred and acre wood tangent. Uh, if you left off the wood, here. it would have been funnier. It's, Get out of here! It's okay. He doesn't have to be intelligent or funny. He's, He's tired. tired. Yeah. Um, what, what does it mean <laughs> then to be worthy? So Stephen said uh, humility. Where, where else do you see worthiness in our, in our characters? Pure motives. Pure motives. Mm. Uh, unpack for, that. For the greater good. You know, okay. having a pure heart about it, you know, not for Selfless. your own gain. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Self-sacrificing. And, and sacrifice. I mean, we, we see sacrifice happen a lot. We talked about that all the way back in episode two, available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, sacrifice, Groot. Could Groot lift Thor's hammer? You don't think Groot could lift Thor's hammer? He's, he's, he's a tree. Tree can't hold Groot. a hammer. <laughs> yes. I think Groot could lift Thor's hammer. I would love What if Rock he does in the so Infinity much. War, though? No. Yeah, you I can't, though. Once, once yeah. you had Vision lift the hammer, you can no longer have anybody else lift the hammer or just the cheapens the hammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, that's the hammer. Just pass it around. Um, what else? We have we have selflessness. We have sacrifice. We have humility. Worthy comes from the word worth, which is the value of something. And when I think about our value as people, what, what actually makes you worthy, uh, what makes not Thor worthy to lift the hammer, but what makes us worthy is the way that we live our lives. Do we live in a selfless way? Do we live in a humble way? Do we live in such a way that makes us worth what? The price that was paid for us? The the Our spot in this world? The the, the interactions that we have with other people Jesus talks about the um, the, the, the sparrows it's like hey, yeah you know that there's sparrows they're sold two for a penny and yet God knows when any one of them you know falls to the ground and aren't you worth a little bit more than cheap birds you know and I, you know that, that that establishes a little bit of the way that God sees us that we have worth. Um, we have worth because we're image bearers of God. We're made in his image. That gives us value. But what makes us worth it? I'll give you an example. I spent a lot of money on my Hot Toys DeLorean. But if the little six-year-old girl plays with it, knocks it off the shelf, and breaks it into five pieces, what does it have? What value does it have? It matters not what I paid for it. It matters what what value it is, what use it has. And I think that's, that's the difference between... Uh, our worth and our being worthy. So we know the price that was paid for us as believers is the blood of Jesus Christ. But what are you doing with that in your own personal life that makes you worthy of that cost? That's not something I necessarily expect you to answer right now, but it's just, it's something to think about. Jesus continues. This is, I I want want to say it's from Matthew chapter 10. um, and, And he's talking about, uh, having to make a choice between the world and having to make a choice between uh, him. And he's like, anybody who loves their father or their mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And and then he lifts it up. In our spiritual equation, it's not the hammer of Thor, but it's the cross of Christ. Uh, and, and in Matthew 10, he does say, um, and he who does not take his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. So for us, it's not the lifting of Mjolnir, it's the lifting of, of the cross. And as we take up our cross every day, we show ourselves worthy of the price that was paid for us. Because it's terrible to think that Jesus paid the ultimate price for us, 
uh, as sinners, as us, as his, as his prodigal children, and he's paid this price, and yet we're not living up to what we are worth. We are not giving him a return on his investment uh, by living a life reflecting his worth, uh, by living a life of worship, by living a life serving other people, living by the great commission and the great commandment, uh, loving him and loving other people. Uh, and that's why he says anybody who who finds his life will lose it. Anyone who loses his life for my sake will find it. And I think that's the real truth about the question for worth is that our worthiness comes from reflecting his worthiness. Um, and, and the hammer that we're lifting is, is really not the hammer, but uh, it's the cross upon which he was hammered. So uh, something to think about. Um, whether you and your life are perfect or not is, is not really, I guess, the, the point. The point is that we are redeemed by Jesus, and that's what makes our life worth living the right way to honor him. To Garmonki. He died for me. I'll live for him. So, uh, final thoughts? I don't know if this if this fits in with what you're saying. This was what was going through my mind. Um, almost sort of like a spiritual paradox where like, we're not worthy of what God has done for us, but because he chose us to be worthy, we are worthy. And it just reminds me of the scripture in Romans 5, 8, where it says, uh, God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So I just, I know there's a lot of times when I was, first coming up in my faith where I just was always struggling with like why does God love me why does God see me as worth something because I didn't feel like I was worth anything and it was one of those things like because he sees worth in you means that you are worthy and it's and again there there is I don't know if it's a paradox because they they don't necessarily count each other out but but the, the idea is we are worth what he has paid for but if we we're not useful uh, my wife loves to, in, in our moving process, as we moved into our new house, I discovered in our garage and various cupboards, uh, apparently my wife really likes the as-seen-on-TV things, <laughs> and she has bought many of them, like, really a lot of them. Was that mop bucket thing one of those? Because that's brilliant. Yeah, the little spinny mop thing. Yeah, you put it's the mop cool. thing, press a button, and it spins and dries the mop. It's awesome. So she has, like, this um, ba- bakery pan with the little zigzag thing in it for perfect brownies, where each of the brownies has like the crusty outside. Like it's all, like every piece of the brownie is like an end piece. Uh, So she has this thing. We've been married for a while. I ain't never had one of the perfect brownies before. (laughs) She has never used that thing. So there is a cost that was paid for it, but if it's, no matter what it was, whether it was a good value or not, it's not worth it if you don't use it. You know, it, it doesn't matter. Well, I got it on sale. It doesn't matter if you got it on sale. If you got it 50% off, you got it 90% off. If you don't use it, it doesn't matter what you paid for it. Jesus did, in fact, pay the ultimate price for us. But if we're not using salvation for his glory, if we're not using the life that he's given us for his glory, we make it worth nothing. We minimize the cost. Um, and, and that's the thing. It's like having a very expensive broken toy. Uh, it's not. It's it's not fully understanding the the value of who we are and what what's been paid for us. So yeah, the question I think a lot of people deal with Stephen is why does Jesus love me? Why why does God love me? And why am I worthy? Uh, but the real the reason for it is because we can we glorify Him. You know, we we bring Him honor, and He's chosen to love us. But uh, if we if we don't get up off of our duff and do something about it. You know, when we could talk about it, these people honor me with their lips, 
but their hearts are far from me. Why? Because if your heart is in something, you get excited about it. You you talk about it. If I if I come in here and we, I start talking about something that you guys have no interest in, you may listen keenly, but you're not going to jump into the conversation. Clearly, I have underestimated your knowledge of Harry Potter things because when that came <laughs> up earlier, every one of you guys was like, yeah, but Horcruxes and snakes and things and, and wiki wikis. I don't know anything about what you just said. I have Nick and I just like look at each other and big shrug. Uh, I guess Nick grew up in a homeschool family. He probably wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter. <laughs> he wasn't. He nope. wasn't allowed to go trick-or-treating either, we discovered today. Aww. That's okay. Listen, I'll buy you some candy, Nick. You're all, you're, you're off the hook, man. Hey, November 1st comes around. If you get all that candy 50% off, baby. Come on, boy, discount what? My dad asked me. I, I was on my way to the studio tonight. My dad called me. He goes, are you ready for Halloween? And I'm like, Dad, I haven't, like, what do I do? For, we have a fall festival at church. I ain't doing anything for Halloween. First off, they, they ain't no big and tall costume shop around here. And, Preach. And second, it's like what? That's called cosplay. What am I gonna do for Halloween? Like I, that? We don't really do. We don't really do that. I don't have a, a beef if you take your kids trick or treating. Whatever you want to do, but I, that's just not my not my jam. Um, but it's you know it, it's funny when you have like even the Christian kids that are or not. When when uh, I, I remember when uh, years ago. Christians always want to get twisted up about stuff, and they go, "Oh yeah, I remember when Power Rangers was demonic. You don't, you're not allowed to watch Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, Pokemon." Um, I, I didn't watch Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, you know, like you know, all these different things, and and you know, we get twisted up about it, and we, and I don't know. I would probably rather err on the side of caution and not watch something that is ultimately offensive, than just open the floodgates and let whatever in. Um, People still ask me. They go, "Well, what's the, what's the problem with Harry Potter? What's what's the deal with Harry Potter? Do you have a you have a problem with that?" Uh, and we've we've argued about this before. Yes, we have. Um, <laughs> the problem I have with with stuff like Harry Potter is that, uh, I mean, there content wise, it's an issue. But like, well, I had a discussion with Stephen where he started like vehemently defending Harry Potter, and it's like the problem isn't with the content. The problem is with the fervency with which you defend it. Um, I remember there was one little girl that she used to bring her Harry Potter book to children's church instead of her Bible. And uh, she's like, I like this way better. And I was like, all right. Um, I mean, I, I get that it's exciting and I, I understand that, but man, where's your parents? <laughs> they, brought, yeah. they brought you to church. Uh, mom, jump in here. Help, help, help the kid out. Um, and, and I think what happens is, is and, and this is with anything, um, things start out cute and innocent it always starts with the oohs and the ahs and then there's the running and the screaming and there's <laughs> there's no way that you can watch the first cutesy chubby cheek little kid harry potter movie and and then immediately go to the last movie and say that there's not a jump in tone in maturity in severity and in the way that kind of thing goes to me that models itself after the pattern of sin that models itself after the, the pattern of oh it always starts out cute and sweet and innocent and you know chimey and oh look a talking hat and it's like here's the end of the world uh, by the time it's all said and done uh, if I have to choose I'm going to choose to uh, avoid things like that now that doesn't mean that my discrimination button works uh, all the well all the well and all the time but for me that one's just kind of a layup I mean, it's not not my cup of tea I'll, and and I don't feel like I'm diminished at all by missing out on on that franchise but uh, if, if we want to nitpick and you guys want to rummage through my dvd shelf then i'm sure we can have conversations about where we stand and where we fall <laughs> so so to speak but uh you know to me i say that's a franchise when i when i when i look at the big thickness of that book i'm gonna get super spiritual here i'm not even trying to like sound 
holy or nothing like that. But to me, I would say if I'm going to sit and read that much, I'm going to read something that's more worthy of my time. That's a mm-hmm. little more redemptive, that that, ha- that brings a little more edification than that, because that's a lot of reading time. That's a lot of investment. That's a lot of movie, a lot of that costs a lot to me. And I have to decide, you know, the Bible says you got to count the cost. Is that worth my time? Or is that something that's taking me in a direction that maybe I don't want to go? When, uh, when I first got saved in middle school, I was an avid, avid reader in middle school. I read all the time and I was really into fantasy books like Harry Potter, Aragon Mm -hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. And when I first got saved, I did feel a conviction on like how much time I was spending reading these fantasy books, not just Harry Potter, but in general. Yeah over my Bible. So then what I started to do is I started to gauge my time to where it's like, okay, well, if I'm reading this much in my Bible, that means I can read this much in another book because I need to make sure that I'm spending the same, if not more time reading my Bible Mm -hmm. than Harry Potter or Aragon or whatever. Um, So like what's worth your time kind of deal, making sure that it's not overshadowing what the the real thing is because obviously like Harry Potter's not going to save my life yeah. like <laughs> or your soul <laughs> or my soul like <laughs> Jesus is and if anything I want to learn more about him mm-hmm. and that can we that's something that I think that every single person especially listening to a show like this probably needs to take into consideration as we invest ourselves in our fandom that we don't somehow neglect our faith ultimately we're the nerd of Godcast but but if if one thing has to go if it's the Bible or if it's Battlestar Galactica um mm-hmm. Sorry about the, the word of God has to stand. You know, the, the grass Bible. withers and the flower fades, but the word of God stands forever. Spider-Man is going to eventually get rebooted, but you, they never reboot Jesus. You know, oh. so something to think about. Say it again. Except for when he comes again. <laughs> yeah. As a, Second coming. That's a sequel more than anything. Oh, okay. Uh, but we, yeah, there's, and now I remember I go back in my mind to when I used to work in, I worked an extended day when I was oh, like gosh. 17 years old, I, 16 years old. I worked at, at Conway Christian School. And there was this little boy, and for the life of me, I can't remember his name. I wish I did. I would find him on Facebook and look him up and and check and see how he's doing. But this little kid was so cute and so sweet, and he loved Dragon Ball Z. It was a big cartoon at that time. God bless you. Thank you. Loved Dragon Ball Z, and um, I I guess this wasn't – I wasn't that young because Dragon Ball would have been – anyway, I was probably probably early 20s, and – I was did chapel at the school, and he would always come to me and ask me to draw him characters from Dragon Ball Z. He always wanted me, to, and I don't, you know. I, so I learned the characters, and I drew the characters for him. I draw Goku, and we would sit and play, and I would, you know, we'd draw and sketch and have fun. Um, speaking of which, don't forget to go on Twitter and give us our <laughs> seem sketchy ideas so that we can draw that out for you. And uh, so I, I would draw all these different things. And we, I, during the time when I was drawing for him, I would use that opportunity to tell him things about Jesus. I would use that opportunity to tell him stories about the Bible. And he hadn't heard many of them. And I asked him if he had a Bible. He was in second grade. I asked him if he had a Bible, and he said he only had a Spanish Bible, but he doesn't read Spanish. His family was uh, Latino, and, and but but he said they, all he has is a Santa Biblia, but he can't read Spanish. So I went out and bought him this really cool kid's Bible. I mean, I... I really wanted to treat this kid really right. And then I went down to Florida Oriental Traders, this cool little secret toy store. They had all these neat little Japanese imports and stuff. And uh, and I got him this awesome Goku Dragon Ball Z shiny holographic sticker. And I opened up the front cover of the Bible and I put that sticker in it and I wrote a message to him. I said, "You uh, make sure that you spend more time in God's word than you spend time with you know Son Goku. 
And, you know, that was my way to kind of make it personal and give it to him. And I remember I gave it to him at the beginning of the day, and he was so happy to have an English Bible, so happy. And then when he saw the sticker, he was really happy about it. At the end of the day, the administrator of the school came into my office and threw that Bible down on my desk and told me I was not to peddle any more poison to his students. Um, this guy was kind of a jerk anyway. Um, Cause you know what? Some Christians are just jerks mm-hmm. and Jesus has saved them from their sins, but he hasn't uh, redeemed them from their n- need to just be a pimple on the bottom of the world. And, uh, and I said, what are you talking about? And he opens it up. He's like, you know, you're spewing this demon stuff and how dare you? I said, did you read the message? Did you see, I'm trying to give this kid an incentive. I'm trying to open up a window. I'm trying to, and I don't know. I didn't feel the least little bit of conviction about giving that kid uh, a Dragon Ball Z sticker inside God's word. But I did feel a lot of conviction that I wanted to take that guy by his necktie and slam him on the top of my desk. Like I was one of the Dudley boys. Uh, So, but uh, you know, and and so I don't know, there's a a balance between those kind of things. You want to make sure that you do spend when I graduated high school, my youth pastor wrote, gave me a Bible and he wrote inside of it, of all the places, you, I never forget, of all the places you spend time, this should be the, the first. That's what you wrote inside of the Bible that you gave me, which I still have that little purple Bible. Yeah. Fall, and, it's held together with duct tape. And I'm just telling you, like, to me, that has always been, like, such a linchpin in my life. Of all the places you spend time, God's word should be should be the most. And I, and, and, and I fail at it all the time. I can sit down and I can Netflix binge. I can sit down and I can play a video game until my butt falls asleep. You know, I can go watch movies and I can hang out and we can do all these things. We can sit around and talk about stupid brainless stuff. Um, But, man, I really need to spend time in God's word. I really need to prioritize that. And some of these things that are not worthy of our time, some of these things that just don't have value occupy the most space in our lives. And they take up the most time. So uh, I guess this isn't even just a, a conversation about our own character. This isn't even a, a co- this is a conversation about our lifestyle, uh, about the things that we do. People always say, yeah, "I want to read my Bible. I want to pray. I just don't have time." I would really challenge you to look at where you spend your time and then create a, a hierarchy of what the value is. Um, Nick Sadler, I can speak to you because I hear your alarm clock going off every morning. My man hits the snooze button like 12 times. And that's good. You know, and I say, okay, cute, funny, you know, wacky thing. Um, but I go, okay, Nick, you know, did you, you know, do you do this? Or you spend time in the Bible? If Nick were to say to me, I don't have time to do that, I'd say, you a liar. You are a liar. Your snooze button gets more time than your savior gets. You need to figure out your life. And I'm, that's a, a total, uh, you know, hypothetical situation. That's not. It's a Bible on the desk. I'm not saying. Saying that Nick does not read his Bible or spend time. Do you read your Bible, Nick? You spend time with the Lord? Yes. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm afraid to say no now. <laughs> but, you know, we all the things that we want to do in our lives, we say, well, we don't have time. It's like, yeah, we spend a lot of our time on things that are not really worthy of the hours in, in the day. I, I, I spend time with my son and I go, man, I... I, I if I have like Friday school was out. So my son was at home. I took the day off. I was at home with him. And I said, I got a lot of work to do. But... In a few years, my son's not going to be here anymore. He's going to go off, and he's going to be a man. And I've heard the song Cats in the Cradle. I know how this thing works. So I'm going to spend time with my son. And we did. We went out. I don't even know what we did. It was stupid, but it was it was just us together. And it was, it was we went to Chick-fil-A. And it was like, I'm going to sit. I'm going to put my phone down. I'm going to have a conversation with my son about what he wants to talk about. And we're going to have good, valuable time together uh, because my son is worthy of my time. And I could spend a whole day doing my thing while he does his own thing, and we're strangers in our own house. But um, 
Um, if somebody's worth it, if something is worth it, you make time to make it work. You make time to make it happen. And uh, to me, uh, Jesus is worth it every time. And remember, if, if if he's worth it and we live our life like he's worth it, then it makes us worthy in return. If we take up our cross and follow him, then, then we are living to our fullest potential. Well, that brings us to the end of this Nerd of God cast adventure to uh, station nine and a half. Of the, the Harry Potter reference? Nine and three quarters. Nine and three quarters. You tried close enough. No, we stopped before we got to nine and three quarters because I'm not going where the demons go. I'm not, I'm not going where the witchcraft station is. Get behind me, Satan. That's right. But don't goose me. Hallelujah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew this lady when I was a teenager. She had this little tiny statue, and it was this little cute little um, cartoony looking devil. And, and he was standing on a base that said, Get thee behind me, Satan, but don't goose me. That's funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Like, it makes sense. So, both of those things. Um, my, that's such a surreal train of thoughts that's going through my head right now. Uh, there's so much that you can do out there to make an impact in this world, but it really does start at home. Spend time with Jesus today. Love him with all of your heart. Lean not on your understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Uh, Stephen, you're not worthy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Get out there and do something great with your life. Uh, for the Nerd of God cast, Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. The lovely twins. Bye. See ya. The big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. Bye-bye. And Steve-O Supremo. Excelsior. My name is Tony T. If you are getting out there, if this is in fact election day in the States, get out there and vote. Be sure to pray. And if you can't in good conscience pull the lever for any of the candidates, go ahead and write my name in. That's T as in Tom, A-L-A, V as in Victor, E-R-A. I will be glad to represent you from the White House. Nick and I have been watching a lot of the West Wing lately, so I'm feeling super motivated for uh, for me and Rob Lowe to go and are we, take are we over the universe. Will we be your cabinet? Uh, yeah, why not? Why not? You can be the kitchen cabinet, Neff, and uh, we'll We'll make that work. I want to be the Secretary <laughs> of State. Yeah. I delete emails. Because <laughs> I, I everything in the cabinet. Enough's uh, mm. tired. I'm tired. I'm sorry. You know, sometimes, let me go back. <laughs> I know that we're, we've got to get out of here. I'm looking at the <laughs> clock over Jackie's shoulder, and the clock on the wall says I that's have, all from the Stridex Medicated Hour. One last thing. Speaking of things that are not worthy of our time, the other day, just for a laugh, I decided to put on a movie on Netflix just to show Stephen and Nick how awful it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Two hours later, we had watched the entirety of Halle Berry's Catwoman movie. <laughs> oh, why? Oh, and the yeah. entire time. But it was great. We, we were was making so, fun of it. We were making fun of it the whole time, <laughs> running commentary on that thing. It was some of the most fun that I've ever had. And the best part wasn't watching Halle Berry or whomever the dude that, that was playing the other guy was. Was just remarking on the background characters of what they were doing, like MST3K. random high fives throughout high the thing. Fives. It was so great. great. The whole thing was, it, it, I think it was directed by by someone who had just done like a school play maybe. Uh, you know, like someone was a tree in the background. And yeah, just random, random interactions. Terrible, terrible guy. story. <laughs> Terrible, terrible action. I mean, the whole thing terrible, was... Terrible, terrible acting. It was just really, really bad. And for that reason, uh, A, it's not worthy of your time. But B, if you do have a couple hours to kill, just watch it and make sure you have somebody that's uh, funny to watch it with because that will be the greatest fun that you can have. So. Okay, bye. <laughs> Adios. Okay, bye. Everybody. Okay, bye.
For the Nerdy Godcast, uh, Nick the Engineer, the lovely twins, big man, Quentin Gregory Neff, and Steve Supremo. my name is Tony T. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Get out there and be an unabashed, unashamed geek and nerd. And uh, you know what? Do something that's worthy of your time. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here. Send in your drawings. Seem sketchy and OG. Uh, Rolling my carpal tunnel wrist at you, Stephen. Shut her down. I don't want to be like the heathens and just use a lot of words in my brain. <laughs> anybody? Else? Okay, no, never mind. I was gonna say this morning whenever Pastor was talking about the kids being heathens first in Canada. It was like, oh, all my kids, kids are heathens. Take it I leaned over to Isabella and she like no, looked at me and is. shook her head. She's like, why? It was I was like, I saw reference. an opportunity it's and a, I took it. It's a song. Twin on Pilots. Heathens? Yeah. All my kids are heathens. Take it slow. My mama don't like you and she likes everyone. That's also from a song. What's that song from? This is a song that's been stuck in my head all day for some reason. When it comes to music, I'm an old man. Mama don't dance. Daddy don't rock and roll. There was a song that was stuck in my head yesterday, and I what was it? I said it out loud because I needed somebody else to sympathize with me that it was stuck in my head. And it didn't even have like words that I knew. And that's the worst when you have a song stuck in your head. Tarzan boy. And you I don't even know. That what happened that to me is. earlier today with a movie quote. I could not it was oh, bothering me. And I Googled oh, it and it didn't help me. Now I try again. That, that sounds like Is that a, is that called Tarzan Boy? Yeah. I've heard that so many times I've never known that was called oh. Tarzan Boy. I know. Wow. I, I file that I in my brain in the same shelf as like, uh, open the door, get on the floor, everybody, everybody walk the dinosaurs, walk your dinosaur. Oh my god! And then there's a erasure, open your eyes, oh, dude. I see, there is your a, eyes are open. There's a game, there's a, an iPad, uh, iPod app. Robot uh, Unicorn Robot Attack. Robot Unicorn Attack. Oh my god! And that's the music that yes. plays in the background of that game. The, another one. And, I, and for some reason I have, I didn't even realize I had this brain shelf where those kind of songs go. Um, Blue is on that shelf. Obviously. I'm blue. Yeah. I got a blue house and a What's blue window. From, um, and then I go from blue Rain Man. I go, there's the one. That's it. Uh, hey now. Hey now. I go, I go on a. You know, like that one goes on that, that shelf. What was the one I, I, I was doing? Uh, my flag boy and your flag boy. Oh, sitting by the fire. Oh, yeah. My flag boy and your flag boy. I'm going to set your flag on fire. Talking now. Hey now. Anyway. All right. I'm going to make my mom listen to this episode now. The last. The. The. The last. Album I listened to was a cover album of fifties and sixties blues songs to kind of show you where my mind is You're when it comes such to modern. Uh, yeah, so do you guys have useless songs that you've ever like? Like they're they're not good songs. All Star from Smash Mouth. Ah, that might. But th- there's still some pop appeal to that one. Well, I don't know, man. There's was All Star the one that was in Shrek? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah there, there's a, but but like just throw away nonsense songs. It's I not. Mean, Oh, you can go ahead. I was gonna say it's not really like a nonsense song, but like we play music at my work, and it's kind of a varied genre. And I'm personally not a big fan of country. You can like country if you want; not a big deal to me. But I personally don't like it. It's country music is terrible. It's you can yeah, just I, I was gonna correct you. That's not I'm our demographic. It's okay. I'm still trying to be nice, but um, <laughs> we, there's we, a couple. We appeal of the songs. to rappers in California, rappers in Indiana, <laughs> and art students in New Jersey. That's kind of our oh, well. our target. 
And calligraphers um, and, 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 and mayors in frostproof. <laughs> <laughs> we Which are. sounds like that needs to be a comic book panel. Mayors in frostproof. But like some some of the songs are just really catchy. So like I'll be working and then I'll find myself humming along to it and I have to stop myself like, no, this is terrible. Like, stop it. <laughs> there, I think I was in a store that remains unnamed like yours the other day. And they were playing, um, oh, the, the, what's the one? What, the, uh, like Maria? I no, I know. You know uh, what I'm talking about? You know, you put it that way. I know what you're Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I just can't and think of watching it. You. <laughs> watching me. <laughs> watching you. Watching you. Watching me. Is that what he says? I believe in a thing called love. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. There's a chance we can make it now. With a rock until the sun goes down. I believe in a thing called love. So this was our musical episode, right? <laughs> I can finally <Not> sing. <laughs> no singing at the table. 